Hi everybody, it's Tom from Cricket Coach 365 and welcome to our latest podcast. Hi everybody, it's Tom from Cricket Coach 365 and welcome to our very latest podcast. I am going to say it's a very sad day for everybody uh, around the world in cricket, having just learned of the passing of uh, the great late now Shane Warne. So rest in peace, Warney. Uh, but we are going to carry on with our planned podcast, which will be actually be released a couple of weeks uh, from today. Uh, and I'd love to uh, welcome to the podcast Shivani Patel. Shivani is a member of the Bradford Park Avenue Ladies Cricket Club that was founded in 2019, just before we went into lockdown. Uh, she's an all-rounder. Uh, she's also part of the coaching team and she's club secretary. So you can uh, see that she's heavily involved in, uh, in all manner of things at, uh, at the cricket club. And her day job is a musculoskeletal physiotherapist. Uh, with Ascenti uh, based in Bradford. So welcome Shivani, thanks very much for making the time, especially when you're not feeling too well. Thank you for having me, honestly it's a privilege for me. Well it's it's really great um, for you to to make the time and thanks as I say again, especially because you're not feeling 100%. Um, So we ask our guests uh, one question and one question only, which is uh, kind of planned in advance and that is really to give you the opportunity to share that very first memory or recollection of when you experienced cricket for the first time? Yeah, so for me, cricket has always been in the family. Um, as far as I can remember, my, my dad, my brother, they always played, they'd always watch. Um, any big game was on the TV and there was always this atmosphere at home where you had to watch it no matter what. Um, but for physically picking up a bat and ball, the, the most sort of memory that, that pops out to me is just following my dad to the cricket ground. So he'd take us down to the ground where he'd play for a team. And then me and my brother would be on the outfield uh, just trying to play as much as we could and um, get get involved in cricket as much as we could as well. But, and what, what age would you have been around that time when you, you followed your dad with your brothers and played on the outfield, do you reckon? So I would have been around six, seven years old. Um, yeah, so very, very young at the time. You were, yeah. And did and do you remember um, actually paying any attention to the game or were you more interested in playing on the outfield? <laughs> yeah, I'd never, never, ever watched my dad play <laughs> at that time. I was just bothered about running after the ball, hitting the ball as hard as I could um, and trying to get my brother out. We, we have a fierce competition as two, so... Um, Sad to say, he always used to win, but I think that's what got that competitive side in me as well. <laughs> so having started um, at that very tender age of six or seven and having those competitive games with your brother, um, how did you sort of then um, develop in, develop your interest further? What happened uh, next as you got a bit older? So first thing was my, my brother joined a team and... I instantly thought, oh, it's only a boys team. I'm not going to be able to play. And deep down, I was burning very, very jealous inside. Um, I'd make my dad take me to drop him off at the game just so I had like was able to see what he was doing because wherever he went, I wanted to go. Um, and that happened for, for a few weeks. And then one week, I very specifically remember, I was going with my dad to drop my brother off and he... 
he got out of the car and I just looked out the window and I saw another girl there around the same age as me. And she was actually joining in in the warm-up and drills. And I turned to my dad and I was like, I want to play, I want to go. And I think he knew there and then that no wasn't going to be an answer. Um, so he was like, all right, go on. And from that day onwards, because I saw her, her name was Jo, by the way. She's probably still playing at the moment as well. Um, I saw her and then, yeah, started playing from there regularly. So you were brave enough to, having seen Joe taking part in this practice, you were brave enough to persuade your dad to let you have a go, even though this was supposed to be your brother's opportunity, and brave enough to go and uh, join in, even though it was only you and Joe um, who were the only girls. Is that is that a correct summary? Yeah, absolutely. I think I knew my brother was there, and that already gave me confidence, because wherever he was, I felt safe. Yeah. Um, and then seeing another girl there, I was like, well, nobody can say no to me now. There's there's no excuse to say girls can't play because there's a girl right there playing. Um, so it, it just boosted me that little bit more. If I hadn't seen Joe and if I knew my brother wasn't there, it would have been a different story. I don't think I would have had the courage to, to go and play. That's fair enough. But what was your, if you had a memory at all of how it felt um, having taken that first step and gone and joined in with Joe and your brother... Um, what do you remember it felt like having done it for the first time? I was very shy. Like, naturally, as a kid, I was a very, very shy person. Um, so it was nerve-wracking, absolutely, but I knew I loved sport. I loved cricket at the time, um, and I thought, this there's no other way I'm going to be able to play if I don't make this step now. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to sit in the car and watch every week, week in, week, week out. Um, so I thought this is it, I have to go and do it. But yeah, I was so nervous at the time. Very quiet. I think I was very quiet for the first month or so. Like I wouldn't really talk to many people, just run around, chase after the ball um, until I started to open up. I think that's uh, it's really, um, you know, very good of you, very honest of you to to, to admit, admit that. I think um, a lot of people uh, sometimes kind of put on a, a bit of a guard to say that you know I had I had that um, that confidence I had that uh, something within me, but it's not it's not necessarily the case. And I think that cricket can actually you know welcome all sorts of personality types from very young age uh, into its fold uh, as long as that first impression um, is is good. And I think you made a really really important point that you felt safe uh, because your brother was there. Um, so that that. In, that that um, point around safety is so critical, particularly for kids, and I and I would say, you know, probably especially girls, uh, if you're in surrounded by a bunch of lads. Um, so you know, well done, and uh, it's it's great that um, you're still involved with with cricket now. So so what was the club, and how old were you at the time, Shivani? So the club at the time was um, Whipsey Park Chapel, and they're now known as Great Hearted Park Chapel. Um, it was under 13, so I must have been around 10, 11 at the time. Um, and I played with them up until under 17s. And then Joe also played for a team called Rapid Ladies. And that's where I was introduced to women's cricket. So that must have been around the age of maybe 14, 13, 14, because I, I knew we had to be a certain age to play. Um, but yeah, Joe's dad would, would take us over to, to that, them games and I started playing, met 
uh, a lady called Sue Haley, who is the biggest inspiration for me. She's done so much for me through cricket. And um, yeah, things just took off from there. Started playing for the women's team regularly. Um, she she was involved in Yorkshire cricket as well, Sue. Um, um, and then I got an opportunity to go to trial for Yorkshire Pathways um, and then went on to play for, for them as well. Wow, you've, you've, you've covered a lot of ground there in just a very short period of time. So, so let's, just, um, let's just break it down a bit. So in that period where you played for, the first, uh, for that first club with, the, your, with your brother, albeit your brother was older, um, so there was you and Joe, and then how many other uh, boys were there in that age group? So the rest were all boys, so uh, around 14, 14 in that age group, I'm sure. Um quite a lot of us we always had a team every week and so is it i presume pairs cricket um and uh, did he play well you know what rules did he play when it came to matches and games yeah so i think matches was oh gosh um my memory's not the greatest but i think it was pairs cricket initially um and then once we started to play proper under 13s it was um actual cricket rules so if you're out you're out um um all, all the ways LBW core, all of them. And did you went at what point did you start to develop your all round uh, cricket skills from that first experience of just you know chasing after the ball and um, picking up and throwing? So when did you start to discover your interest in in batting and bowling as well? I think it was when it became competitive again. So when I started to realise that oh, I'm actually going to be playing against other boys. Um, it's going to be proper games where we're going to try and win. Um, that I think it was that point onwards, like in training, in games, I was like, I need to be good at everything. I need to bowl well, I need to bat well, um, and and just do the best I can. Fantastic. I just I just think I'm so full of admiration for these um, for people like yourself who have um, you know, made that first step. Um, where you were either the only or one of only two or three uh, girls in a what was prior to that, you know, completely uh, boys uh, environment. Uh, I think it also says a lot though about the club because if you if the the rest if the reception that you had had um, from the rest of the boys and the coaching uh, team who was involved there hadn't been positive, hadn't been welcoming, you probably wouldn't have stayed, would you? No, no, absolutely. They, they are one of the friendliest teams I've ever known. Uh, the the men, the boys, all of them. Like, I never felt uncomfortable. If anything, when we played opposite teams and they, they were like, "Oh, there's girls on that team," the boys would stick up for us because um, they they just saw us as one of them. They didn't see us as, "Oh, it's a girl playing," or um, "She's not going to be as good." Um, I think when it came down to actually playing cricket, showing our skills me and joe were i'm not not to blow my own trumpet but we were on par with them we were good mm. so they didn't think any less of us at all which was so good for both of us but i think that's a great a great um story to hear and um you know i hope there's many many more clubs around the country i know there are many many more clubs around the country who are like that um so you had that great experience in those first two or three seasons and then you um with joe got more involved as you turned 13, 14 with, with Bradford ladies. So what, what was it like? I presume you were one of the young, youngest or the two of you with two of the youngest in that group. So what was that like as a challenge for you? Yeah, very, very different. 
so going from playing with boys a similar age and then going on to play with women and um, just women that are older, mm. um, I think I naturally went back into my shy self again because um, just... I, I don't know. It's just my personality, really. I, I'd listen, I'd like play and get involved, but I wouldn't be outspoken and I wouldn't be sort of really loud. Um, I know initially for the first few times I had to be told to like, come on, cheer your team on, um, get get louder. Um, but initially it was it was scary. But as I got to know everyone, started playing a lot more, I came out of that shell again. Good for you. And what uh, were the distances you had to travel for for games? Because I, I know from pe- speaking to previous guests that one of the biggest challenges uh, that a lot of female cricketers, especially when they were younger, had to overcome uh, were these huge distances to travel in order for games to take place. What was it like for you? Yeah, absolutely the same. So um, again, Joe and um, Joe's mum and dad, Bob and so would would literally take me everywhere. I'm so thankful for, for them uh, because my mum and dad own own a shop and it's open sort of seven o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock at night, and it'd be very difficult for them to take me around everywhere. Um, so thankfully for, for Bob and Sue, they'd, they'd take me everywhere. And travel was from, oh, it was all over. It used to be down to Charlie, up to Beverly, um, oh, miles and miles we'd go all over the place. So it wasn't just with even within Yorkshire, because Chorley's across the, uh, the Pennines, isn't it, in, in Lanx? Yeah. Yeah, so the league at the time, I think, um, due to lack of female teams, was a lot more spread out, so we could have more teams. Um, so we'd have to travel all over the place. Okay. Uh, I, I, so, I mean, I think that's um, definitely a, a common theme that I've learned through doing this podcast series, that uh, distance... Um, is you know was and probably still is to some extent um you know a bit of a prohibitor a bit of a, a challenge for many people uh, but i think that is improving and it is getting better uh, so so you said you then um got to meet sue haley um and you described her as uh, you know one of if not the the biggest inspiration as far as your cricketing um life is concerned so she was working at yorkshire so to describe for us if you can how that uh, started and, and um, you know, what opportunities you had to develop through the pathway. Yeah, so Sue was the captain and wicketkeeper for Bradford Ladies. Um, so I naturally got to know Sue a lot more. She got to see what I was like as a player whilst playing for Bradford Ladies. And um, she must have seen something in me. So she gave me details with regards to going to Yorkshire Trials um, and, and getting involved down that pathway. I'm going to be honest, when I was first told it, I was under... I think I was eligible for under 13 Yorkshire trials at the time and I was so scared I didn't go because I was so nervous and everyone's around me was like are you crazy like what are you doing this is Yorkshire why, why are you not going and I was just scared um it's it's a new environment like I said earlier I was naturally shy so um nerves kicked in big time but then I think a couple of years playing um I went again for the under 15s, went to trial. Um, again, it was really, really scary, but 
again, they saw something in me and past trial was selected to be part of the squad um, and then started to play regularly for, for them as well. It did have its ups and downs, um, more so sort of with, with myself, um, but really good journey. and I, I don't regret anything. And what, what were the... Uh, the highlights of the of those uh, those years. I mean, how how long did he stay in the uh, the pathway system at Yorkshire, Shivani? Um, for quite a few years. So I played all under fifteens, played under seventeens, and then I did a couple of games development as well um, up until the age of twenty one, and then I moved to Leicester. Um, but yeah, really good experience. the The biggest highlight was winning the county championship. Um, for Yorkshire and being part of that squad um, I'll never forget it it was definitely the highlight um, that I'll remember forever because I remember finishing the game seeing Catherine Brunt there Jenny Gunn there um, who all came down to watch as well and just mind-blowing thinking about it then back then I was like um, oh it's, it's only another cricketer <laughs> but putting that into con- um, context now as to who them cricketers are um, my mind's just like oh my god I can't even believe they were there so were they playing on the same pitch as you or no no so they they just came down to watch and support um being part of yorkshire at the time so yeah they they weren't playing just came down for support what was the age group um in in which you won the championship then that was under oh gosh i think it was under 17s i'm sure it was under 17s because a lot a lot of people that we've chatted to on the podcast um they always describe uh yorkshire as being the you know the ones to kind of watch out for the strong or probably the strongest uh team so it's lovely to actually um hear on the other side of the um the, the discussion if you like somebody who was in the system and and, in, and enjoyed some success in ter- by, by success i mean you know achieving a, a a county championship is is something to to be very proud of so yeah that must have been amazing to be in that under 17s team and to have the likes of Catherine Brunt and, and Jenny Gunn um you know watching from the sidelines and supporting you so so was 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 it a kind of a a decider at Headingley for uh, for winning the championship, or was it already a done deal and just uh, a case of enjoying the moment? Um, sorry, I don't think I understood the question. No, it's fine. So, <laughs> th- when when they were watching, when they were watching uh, that, oh, okay. that game, was that game? Did he have to win it to win the championship? Ah. Yeah, yeah, so it was the final, sorry. Yeah, so uh, we had to win. Uh, it was all or nothing at that point, so it was the final. And um, if if we lost, we would have lost the, the championship. So it was a big game. Lots of tension and pressure going into it, but well worth it. And who was it against? Oh, God, this is a good question as well. Like I said, my memory's horrible. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's, some, it's sometimes unfair for me to ask things like that, but you probably no, were no, so wrapped okay. up. You were so probably wrapped up in actually uh, winning, <laughs> winning it. It didn't really, <laughs> didn't really register who you were playing against. But uh, so, so no, no, no worries. Um, if you remember later, let us know. But uh, don't, don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. So, not so, so beyond uh, your experience with uh, Yorkshire, um, you were still playing. Were you still playing for Bradford Ladies? Yeah. yeah, so I was still playing. Um, and how did then things um, develop from um, Bradford Ladies to coming up with the idea or being part of the founder um, membership team for Bradford Park Avenue? So I continued playing for Bradford 
and ladies for, for quite a few years. I took a couple of years out when I finished university because I'd moved down to Leicester. And I think at that point, I I don't want to say I lost love for the game, but just had different feelings towards it and uh, wanted some time out. So took a couple of years out and then moved back to Bradford. Um, Sue was like, come back, um, play play some cricket. And I did. And again, started to ignite that fire to, to enjoy cricket again uh, without having any, any sort of pressure or tension around me. Um, and then, then we, we continued to play. But then in 2019, actually, Bradford ladies unfortunately folded just because there was wasn't many players and it was getting really difficult for uh, for them to sort of organise things and, and sort the team out. And um, around that same time as well, I'd taken part in sort of a softball tournament that was going on in Bradford and sort of a, a group of us realised that there was no grassroots level women's club or girls club for 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 anyone to come down and join. So we, we saw this gap and we're like, why, why don't we just set something up? Like we've got a couple of us are coaches. We've got a good experience between us. Um, let's, let's just get something sorted. So a group of us got together, um, created a constitution, got a committee together, um, and then came up with Bradford Park Avenue Ladies. And NASA has been a massive help um, for this as well. He supported us with, obviously using Bradford Park Avenue as he's the groundsman there. Um, and then one thing just led to the other. Um, we started to get a lot of good momentum going. A lot of ladies, girls started coming down, started enjoying it, which was the main thing. And they started passing the word around. And then from before you know it, we, we grew to over a 50, 60 member club. Um, and it's just been going strong since. When you say NASA, that's my friend Masood, yeah? That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what, uh, for the benefit of the listeners, um, so um, Shivani's been introduced to me by a friend of mine, uh, Masood Sadiq, who's familiarly known to Shivani as NASA. Uh, and I didn't even know he was groundsman for the club. So there you go. So I've learned something um, just from you sharing that bit of information. Um, but, uh, yeah, just for the, again, I've, I've got the privilege of seeing Shivani's face light up when she was uh, sort of recounting that story of how, she and others got together and and sort of developed this plan and got uh, the club set up um and her face absolutely lit up you know with with joy remembering that um and it, and and i think that's just just because of something you said earlier about falling out of love with the game or almost falling out of love with the game uh, to then see your face light up just by being involved in um the starting up and creating of what is now Bradford Park Avenue ladies you know it's just a fantastic story in itself um so you must have been absolutely thrilled with um, that success of generating that interest and um, getting 50 to 60 people wanting to, to be part of it. And then, of course, um, you know, we probably fast forward a few months and we, you know, we went into the start of the pandemic, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think that was the, the hardest bit. So having so much success having this great momentum of so many girls and ladies joining a cricket club like it's, it's definitely not easy to to get that many and uh, going into covid and being like there's just so much uncertainty around what we can do what we can't do and i know for the first year so throughout 2020 
we were a complete write-off. And one of the hardest things to take from that was that Yorkshire were, because um, we wanted to enter a league, and the men's side, they had proper fixtures through COVID, and Yorkshire had helped them, supported them through that, whereas for us, the women's, we just weren't given anything. We were told to like go away, create your own friendlies, as long as it's COVID safe, do your own thing. And that was difficult to take, but I think we made the most of it. We did as much as we could. We got games in, we played with as many teams as possible um, for that year, but continued to regularly train as well. So made sure that the enjoyment element was still there, that they were coming down, having fun, um, and the games would come. And then in 2021, we entered the league properly for the first time. Uh, we got involved in Super 8s. We entered two teams there and we played in the Division 2 league. Um, and it was just incredible. I mean, the, the for the Super 8s, we won um, the, the whole tournament. We were meant to play a final, but due to rain, it got called off. So we were automatically given the, the winning title for the West Yorkshire region. Um, and then for the division games, I mean, our girls, they, they, they smashed it. We came second place um, out of the whole um, Division 2 league and being told this year that we've been promoted to Division 1. So just in that short space of time, the, the girls have, have done amazing. I mean, it's down to them and the, the effort they put in. They come to training regularly, but um, it's just the atmosphere that they bring as well. It, it makes it so enjoyable for us to coach and guide them in the right way as well. See, see if you can try to describe in words um, what that atmosphere is or means for, for the benefit of people listening, if, if that's possible, Giovanni. I mean... I know it's going to sound a bit cliche, but it's like a family. Honestly, it's it just feels like home away from home. Like it's a place for for women to come, escape, but still be themselves. They can have fun, let their hair down, be silly, um, be as childish as they like. Because at the end of the day, cricket is there to have fun. We don't want it to be like serious all the time. Yeah, you've got to learn skills, you've got to do drills, but you've got to enjoy it. And that's the sort of atmosphere we like to bring. And that's how it feels as well. So it's just, it's so friendly. Like everyone's so nice to each other. There's no malice in anyone either, which is a nice thing as well. Oh, that's really well described. And do you think that by being somebody who's naturally quite a quiet um, person, you've described yourself as, as shy when you were younger. Do you think that's helped as well in terms of that culture that you want to create? So it kind of welcomes all different personality types, etc. 100%, yeah. I think um, it's helped me as a person grow. It's helped me come out of my shell even more. Um, confidence has grown sort of massively, especially the more I've got into coaching as well, because being a coach, you've got to willingly get yourself out there. You've got to be able to speak to people um coach people talk to them and you get to know loads of different personalities as well and you adapt to how each individual is and like you rightly said me being shy I can spot someone who's like me um, like a mile off and my natural instinct now is to go up to them and make them feel warm make them feel comfortable um, which I think is quite nice as well. Well it's kind of um it's almost, no, I don't think this is the right phrase, but poacher turned gamekeeper, isn't it? You've kind of come full circle from 
being that uh, that shy, retiring, kind of quite introverted personality as a youngster that's kind of stayed with you, um, you know, through into adulthood, where other people have looked after you, uh, but you're now in a position where you can give back and, and look after others. So it's a, it's a lovely kind of full circle of, of life cycle within within the cricketing community. So, you know, um, lovely, to, lovely to hear. Uh, and just for, for reference in terms of the club itself, um, have you got, you said you've mentioned uh, you've got girls as well as the, the ladies team. So uh, what age groups have you, uh, have you got girls within the club as well? Yeah, so at the moment we've got between five to thirteen year olds that we're we're sort of running regular girls session for. We haven't had any sort of games with them yet versus other teams, but that's something we're, we're hoping to implement this year. Uh, Parveen, who's head of our girls side, is um, doing an amazing job with them. She she runs the coaching sessions regularly. Um, and we've got around, I think we started this Monday actually, we've got around 16, 17 girls coming um, on a regular basis. So great, great stuff to see. Wonderful. And if anybody listening who is from the Bradford area and wants to get involved either, um, you know, in the women's section or the girls section, um, you know, what's the best way of finding out about how to do that? I'm, 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 I'll be amazed if you're not on so, all the socials. So what's the best, what's the best advertising you can give? So we've got all three main social media. So we've got Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We're known as at BPAL Cricket um, on there. So if you just type at BPAL Cricket, we should come up pretty much straight away. We've also got a website, uh, which is bpalcricket.co.uk. Um, pop that into sort of the search engine. It'll take you to our main page and all of our information is on there regarding when our training sessions are, what time, um, how to become a member, um, girls, ladies, both of them, what our fixtures look like, everything's on there. It sounds like you've got it all covered. So um, look, out, <laughs> look out for all those uh, social media tags uh, for anybody listening who's in the Bradford area uh, because it sounds like a, a fantastic place to to um, to join and, and be part of. So what what are your plans for, for cricket uh, going forward, Shivani, from, from your own personal perspective? Where do you see uh, things developing for you? For me, I think coaching is something I'm definitely going to continue with. Um, going to just try and get as many women and girls into cricket as much as possible. I'd like to continue playing, 100%. So uh, play alongside Bradford ladies, uh, Bradford Park Avenue ladies, sorry. Um, continue to play in all the divisions, the Super 8s, have continued to have fun with them as well. And then the biggest thing at the moment is the Women's World Cup. So I'm hoping I can stay up as late as possible and watch as many of the games as possible. I'm so excited. Who, who, who do you think? Do you think England have got a really good opportunity to retain uh, the, the World Cup? Or who do you think are favourites? I think England definitely have a great opportunity. They're looking very, very strong at the moment. I know the Ashes didn't go as well as what they wanted for them, but um, they did. I think um, Alex Hartley mentioned quite a few times that they were toe-to-toe, and I completely believe that. Um, I think they've got a really good stand um, chance against this World Cup, and hopefully they'll retain it. Well, I, I just saw the highlights. I read the report. And I just saw the highlights of the uh, West Indies New Zealand game, which uh, went down to the last over and was it. You know, very much did have an incredibly dramatic 
um, end to a game which I think the West Indies probably deserved to win, but the New Zealanders were kicking themselves not to have got across the line. So if if there are many yeah. more games like that where it goes down to the last over, it is going to be a, a really exciting tournament. And I, I wish everybody who's taking part and involved, you know, all the very best. Um, but Shivani, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, listening to you. And uh, for somebody who, you know, going back to six or seven years of age, following your dad, uh, supposedly watching him, but not really, but playing on the outfield with your brother, <laughs> Um, playing on the outfield with your brother to then moving into um, playing junior cricket with your friend Joe uh, as being the two only girls in a, in a boys section to then uh, be uh, progressing through to Bradford ladies playing women's cricket as a 13 14 year old and then getting an opportunity into the pathway falling out of love with the game a bit but then coming back in and starting up or well, going back to Bradford ladies and then starting a club alongside other people to uh, make a welcoming environment for, for girls and, and women in the Bradford area. It's, a, it's an absolutely amazing story and um, long may that continue. Long may you continue to enjoy your cricket um, and thanks ever so much for uh, being part of the podcast. Oh, thank you, Tom. Honestly, it's been been a pleasure and um, I've, I've enjoyed talking about it. Like you said, it's been really nice to just have a think about the journey so far and it is quite a journey just mm. sitting down and thinking Um but yeah, thank you so much for inviting me and being able to be given the opportunity to talk about it. Absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot again, Shivani. Thanks for listening, everybody. As a reminder, each Cricket Coach 365 podcast will be released every Friday at 6pm on Spotify and Apple Play. After listening, please leave us a positive review on Spotify and share it with your friends and contacts. You can also follow us on Instagram at cricket underscore coach 365. Have a great day.